Okay, so this is my presentation on the Feast of Tabernacles, also known as Sukkot. And I chose today, which is the actual last day of Sukkot, um, and it's been added by, you know, later than the original observation by rabbis, but it does seem to have a lot of meaning attached to it. Uh, this particular day is called Shemini Atzeret, and the idea behind it is that it is the eighth day of Sukkot. Normally the observance of Sukkot proper is seven days, and the purpose of that, of the seven days, is um, the meaning behind it is one of completion because it comes in the seventh month and there are all kinds of sevens associated with it. Um, the first few days of it have the number seven involved in the number of sacrifices that are given. And the same thing is true for this final day, um, which is actually the eighth day um, that has seven sacrifices of various kinds. And the overall concept behind Sukkot, which I'm sure you've heard elsewhere, is um, a celebration. It's a big celebration at the end of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah are the days of awe, the days of repentance, when um, sacrifices and heart reflection is done for sin and asking of forgiveness. And for Jews, it means they're inscribed in the Book of Life for another year. For Christians, the way we observe it, it's simply a time of deep reflection and repentance. And then the days of Sukkot are days of celebration. And in normal conditions, it's a time of, um, it's called in-gathering as well. And the concept is that... Uh, churches and synagogues um, would commission, you know, the home celebration of this holiday, and it would, the concept would be one of inviting in neighbors and friends and celebration, and it does have a very important social aspect to it. Um, in many places, they go from house to house, visiting the various sukkahs of their neighbors and um, sharing in meals with them and so forth. Um, today in particular, on Shemini Atzerot, being the eighth day, it is a day, as I said earlier, where um, they do sacrifices in sevens once again. And the concept behind it is that um, on the eighth day, the eighth day, the number eight is one of uh, transcension, transcendence. And it's the number that goes beyond what's complete. Um, it's a day in which barriers are broken. And um, many people think of it as being a day in which spiritual barriers are broken. Um, it's also the day that the sukkah is taken down. And the concept behind 
the transcending of barriers. Many people feel that the um, rapture would likely happen on that day because it's this day of breaking barriers, taking down the temporary tabernacle, which although wonderful and contains the presence of God um, in our sukkahs, as well as it did in the wilderness, it contained the very presence of God. Um, It has to do with taking down that temporary tabernacle and in your spirit going out into the universe. So it's a very significant day. Um, it's one in which um, your, your soul is released and your spirit returns to God. So that very much speaks of the rapture. Um, what I have found during this time, I had a little bit of trouble transitioning from Rosh Hashanah into Sukkot. I wasn't in different ways I didn't feel quite ready to um, completely give up repentance there were still things coming to mind and in a way that's at first I thought I was doing something out of turn kind of but it turns out that that is pretty much what happens during Sukkot you still are um, dealing with things it's actually a time in which Um, The Gentile nations, sacrifices made for them, the Gentile nations of the world, uh, so that their sins are forgiven as well. Um, So I, and I was, as a matter of fact, um, seeking the Lord for forgiveness for our nation. Um, I feel there are probably, you know, there's more yet to do, but... um, you know, it provided a, a beginning for that. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, and another interesting idea is that sacrifices that are made during Sukkot are considered um, especially commendable by God. So if you do something for your neighbor or friend, um, it, it carries special honor during that time but it is a time of very great expectation and we as Christians there are a lot of people who are looking for the Lord's return during that time so it carries you know even more significance with that one thing that I find very interesting is that um, there are a number of verses uh, that one individual found on Um, YouTube having to do with the word harpazo um, and having to do with tabernacles. Harpazo is the Greek word that means um, snatching away or separation, pulling out and how I have always understood this is that it's a and I get that from studying the Greek, that it's a one-time event and that it um, it does not mean falling away, as many have translated it. 
what it actually means is is the snatching out idea and um, as a result of the snatching out we know that there would be a falling away of all things earthly and sinful and temporary so that's that's the concept behind it now here are some verses from John that I think are are very comforting um, we as Christians although we go through times of repentance and circumcising our hearts and so forth um, we can be assured that God will keep us it says we will be preserved whole and complete until the time of his appearing to us in the rapture so here are the verses that I wanted to share with you John 6:39. these are the verses that this gentleman refers to as Harpazo cross references John 6:39 says and this is the father's will which has has sent me that all of which he hath given me I should lose nothing but should raise it up again at the last day and presumably that's the last day of trumpets or tabernacles and that would be today Shemini Atzeret there's in the diaspora there's yet another day tomorrow which celebrates um, Moses's closing of the Torah and it was also happened to be the day in which he died um, called Simchat Torah and that's a festival in which the Word of God is celebrated but I can talk more about that later so here's the second verse John 640 and this is the will of him that sent me that everyone which seeth the Son so in other words those that are looking for him those that love his appearing and believeth on him may have everlasting life and I will raise him up at the last day then there's John 644 no man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him and I will raise him up at the last day John 654 whoso eateth my flesh drinketh my blood hath eternal life and I will raise him up at the last day so as long as we continue in fellowship and communion with him we are in good standing John 737 now the Jews feast of tabernacles was at hand in the last day that great day of the feast Jesus stood and cried saying if any man thirst let him come unto me and drink and of course we know that Jesus is the bread of life he is our he is life itself that yes when we thirst we can go to him for spiritual sustenance and this is his eternal invitation to us that for every need that we have and our needs will continue until the very day of his return we can always turn to him and even though we are thirsty he will give us to drink and he will give it in abundance and this day Shemini Atzeret being a day of great abundance 
is one in which we can rejoice abundantly, um, worship abundantly. There is even a special Hosanna that happens on this day. Um, And make merry because we're celebrating the Lord's presence, which is with us always in this earthly tabernacle and will continue to be us be with us when we go to the tabernacle that is made without hands. So this is the idea behind Sukkot and I wish everyone a very blessed Shemini Atzeret and a blessed day tomorrow as we celebrate the word of God and the giving of the word and the closing and completion of the word.